This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Good evening, everybody. Um, so we're continuing and learning over here the Indian of Semperik Ches and Tefaris Yisrael, which is the morale safer on Kamosa uh, Torah. The um, the the we're here. He's speaking about the relationship of mitzvahs to the natural world. Now, I, I want I understand some people might be joining us in during last week. There was yes, two nights ago there was some mix up. So I'll try to give some sort of hakdama, um, try to encapsulate what what he said last time. He starts with a chazal, a medrash. The medrash says that a goyes revechem is zakai. What is the, um, what is the, um, it, it, the whole in paraduma, it looks like some sort of weird thing. And he gave him some sort of marshal, like when you treat a person who's, who's mentally ill and so on. And then when he left, the Talmidim asked him, okay, that was an explanation for him. What's the real explanation? To which he replied, that Tum and Tyra are really meaningless. At the end of the day, it's all about HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Mace is not Betame, the Mayim is not Betar, it's all about HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's the whole Medrash, a very, very cryptic Medrash that he explains. And the point that he's making, and we got up to um, basically the... Uh, page Kuflamid Aleph in, in the pages that you have, that mitzvahs are not a result of the natural order. In other words, the raison d'etre for mitzvahs, the reason why mitzvahs are done or not done, has nothing to do with improving things in this world. Um, they don't come of this world. We gave a marshal last time about eating, um, and there's some foods that a mother will tell a child don't eat because it's hot or it's too sharp or something else. And if the child does eat it anyway, he understands very well what the problem was. So over there, the, the value attached to this particular food, that this food is too sharp or too hot or too, too hard or not soft enough or too many bones, it's something that's within the context of the food, and that makes it less of a desirable food to eat. And it's it's sort of what's the right word for it? Self, um, it, it it's um, it, it's self validating. There's another set of um, impositions of the mother, where she tells the child, "Don't eat this way. It's not polite. Don't eat eat with a fork. Don't eat with your hands. Don't grab a lot. Don't stuff your mouth." All of those have no validation from within the world of the food that, that, that he's eating. The food tastes just as good, and a case can be made for even better when you stuff it really, really into your mouth. Um, but there's some other system of values imposed on this. So this is what he says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us a mitzvah which comes from the world of Seichel. Seichel in this case means um, 
it, it, it's more abstract than what we would call seichel. While seichel means a reasoning behind something, it means it comes from a world that's conceptual. So, Lamashal, when I come along and I say, well, a mace has something to do with death, and therefore it's something that has shaykhs to the bad of the world, and water is something that is sustaining, and things of that nature, those are not physical realities at all. But, so just like manners are not a physical reality in the sense that they don't make the food tastes better a certain way, but it's rather because there's another system of values added. This is true about this also. And it, with, there's a world where, a, 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 a conceptual world, where a mace is metamit and mayim is metahir. Or mipnei kach ein leharer achazeh, ki omek omek miyim tseenov. And therefore, there's no point in thinking about these things. We're on page Kuflamid Beis. Um, there's no point in thinking about these things because Torah is not natural. Shalahoisa Torah tivis, or is a koshmiyatum vataira. Aval einzadava tivi klal, rakudava sichli. So let's talk a little bit about um, the, the point that he makes. We can't be mahar after it because it's too deep. Let's explain a little bit. This has to do with seichel and das vis-a-vis the Torah. Um, the 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 uh, the, the um, when we say that we can't use seichel when we're dealing with a chok, so it doesn't mean that we can't use our brains in learning taharis. Taharis is a um, a chelik of shas and has tremendous tire on it. There's tons and tons and tons of Tehran, Tyrus, wonderful Tehran. Um, and, uh, you know, the, 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 and that's all using the Seichel. But it's using the Seichel in a way that is, um, it, it, it's, it's accepting axioms and working with the axioms. The axioms are not intuitive. That's what it means, mahar achra. En mahar achazeh means you can't try to understand the underlying axioms. And if we need a marshal, we have a very good marshal. Um, physics, the part of physics that deals with what we see and know and are aware of, we have it pretty much figured out. And we have equations that give us all the, the numbers that we want. And they also make sense to us. They're, they they sit well with us intuitively. When we deal with something like quantum mechanics, um, we have uh, we have formulas we work with, we have equations we work with, and we can certainly use it very well. And we keep refining it. We, we, we there's progress made in that. But 
how that makes sense, an intuitive sense of it doesn't exist. But, but we're fine. We, we can deal, we can use our seichel up to the point of hir achazer. We can use our seichel to, to tell us what is, um, how this works in relationship to this, and when this applies, when that applies, and so on. We can't use seichel in an intuitive way to, 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 to get to a feel for it. So, so he says that's true. So he's describing this this price like that. Um, so, um, the, the, so he sort of poses a point over here, the morale. We, we tend to, to, to when, we, when we talk about mitzvahs, we tend to describe them as teaching us something. So the mitzvah teaches us the importance of this or how bad this is or whatever. So if, if we use the word teaching in a literal sense, that it's conveying a, 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 a rational message, then all these mitzvahs of chayk, what rational message is, um, is Tyrus Mitzorah, Tyrus Paraduma conveying, or any tire for that? What do we learn from it? There's nothing we can learn from it. If learning means uh, the conscious um, understanding of something I didn't understand before. But there's something else. Let's go back to the let's go back to the example of the mother teaching manners to the child. So we have a child. Child is growing up in 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 a uh, in a society that's a very different culture. The most the last time was you're, you're in Africa. You're on a post. You've been posted to Africa as, a, as an ambassador, and you must I guess been a Democrat and Republican regime. They posted you somewhere like in Mali, southern Mali. So you're trying to raise a child, and 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 you 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 you're raising him with the mores and and the, the the etiquette of an American as opposed to wherever you are over there. So the child has no idea why you need to eat with a knife and a fork and why it is that you can't um, I don't know a, walk around barefoot and why it is that you can't do this or that or the other thing. You teach them these things. There's no way to explain why. Um, the only why that you can give is that in the world that you're going to be in, that you eventually will settle in, this is the way it's done. But as a child gets trained in these things and he learns what not, what yes, he does get intuitive feel. He begins to understand that, um, you know, that, 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 the person has to be dressed appropriately. A person can't use any. So, 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 when he's told that he can't use his hands to eat the mashed potatoes, and he must use a fork or a spoon, he also understands intuitively that the feet are also not good. Even if he has a cute way of eating with his feet, feet are also not appropriate for eating mashed potatoes. You don't have to tell him that. If you get trained to use the fork and the knife and so on, 
um, you, you get a sense of how big of a piece can you swallow. All of these follow from the training. Mitzvahs have the same effect on a person. So even the mitzvahs, like Paraduma, like Tumantar in general, where we don't have the sense for its axioms, the axioms are not natural to us, they're not you know, um, intuitive to us, but as we go through and do it, we pick up something, we, we get a feel for it, and we do change, we change because we get a feel for these things. So even though we don't understand everything, but we know that there's nothing in Adam, so, excuse me a minute, that is Levatola, and the, the, um, um, so even though we don't have the 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 at the time for the mitzvah, but doing the mitzvah, it makes us connect us to a world that's beyond this world, to the world of Torah Kadesh sees it. So the person lemaisa. Um, does the person it, it dis, destroys his nefesh in the sense that he makes it totally um, blind to whatever it is that's the seder hasichli that Kashbar put in. So, um, it, it, so, so the Maral is explaining that the mitzvahs have a reason. The reason is not of our world. And therefore, it's not going to make sense to us. It's an imposition in our world. But by doing these mitzvahs, we slowly begin to get an intuitive sense for a world that's beyond this world. And we pick up its, it, it and, and it resonates with us. We have a sense for it. now the morale here is taking issue this is this is kind of um the Rambam says it more and also the Ramban says it so the Rambam, the Rambam and the Ramban both say that it's, it, it must be that food that is not, um, food that is us at us, somehow brings into us a bad teva. That's the, the, the Rambam Mornavuchim says, and uh, the, the Rambam says it more 
in terms of, I guess, in a very earthy, he says it's, it's, you know, because of chazes, wallows and filth and so on, his metzias is filth and it's bad for us. Um, the Ramban says it's, it's because of, they have a bad nature, the, all these birds that are birds of prey and so on, and by eating it, we take it in. Both of these, the, 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 the morale does not like. Um, and he brings the right, it, it, now, and he says, if not, it would be a safer safer force or safer teva. I, I want I want to take a closer look at a point. So if somebody comes along and says that the reason is because of a natural thing, it's not healthy for you, that makes a lot of sense. His his point. I think he even um, he even is going um, in the Ramban. He's even going to Ramban. Who Ramban says that it's something which is um, brings a bad teva into us. It, that's not, he doesn't like it, and, and I'll explain to you why. If the pshat is, it's the food itself has a physical, natural ability to bring in a bad teva. So the Torah is just like a referee telling me, okay. These things in the world are bad. These things in the world are good. Stay away from this and eat this. That I think he includes even Ramban Shita that would be Sifra Fusa Sefer Teva. And he brings a riot to it. It says, That they were allowed to eat Chaza. When they came in, when they when they were fighting and they won the battle, so he says, mm-hmm. You find the it's probably also Belishchita, probably the gears or something along those lines. Um, so he says, uh, uh, sorry, Asashchita means probably by Oisav Espenoi. So, so, so um, over here by Ben Pekua, why not? Lachene Rola Mekach. But af omnum ke emesukalesh mezikra, even if it's true. Dovazay Mashach bevade Mashesh and Shira Gam came, Abel ain't the Ikatama Mitzvah. Um, the whole, the entire flow of all these mitzvahs is this is wrong to take from the chilek of the world, this, this, this animal. For whatever reason, it's a pshat as these animals shouldn't be what you eat. That reason is a conceptual reason. It may be a, a, it, that may generate a problem in the, in the in the flesh of it, but we need to understand clearly what the cause is and what the effect is. Um, let's give a a, 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 a dogma. Um, let's say, let's go back to the child again eating um, eating uh, um, the, the the food that's. Uh, eating the food with his hands. So um, there's a big difference between, let's say you eat food that's spoiled and you get a stomach ache. 
That's one type of, of, of arrangement of cause and effect. If you eat food with your hands, um, you find yourself not being invited to many, many sudas, not having many people taking you out. You're going to feel lonely and you're not going to have many sudas and you might not eat enough and your stomach will hurt. So we have somebody who ate with his hands a lot, a kid, and nobody wants to have him over for meals. He doesn't have his own food and, and he's hungry and his stomach hurts. So when he says that eating with your hands make your stomach hurt, it, that's very different than the person, than the child who learns that eating food that doesn't smell good makes his stomach hurt. One of them is a direct physical correlation that the food contains. And so when his mother says, Tatala, don't eat things that don't smell good um, that, uh, or that it's been left outside her fridge, that's a, it's a physical fact. The mother is simply telling him a fact about the milk that's been out there for too long. Whereas the food that he's eating with his hands, he's being told, he's being, he's, a system is being imposed on him from the outside. It has nothing to do with the, with the potatoes or with his hands or whatever. But that system also generates consequences. But that's already secondary. The Edson Indian is to eat like a mensch, to eat refined, not to eat filthy, not to eat. That's a very different, it has nothing to do with stomach aches. Even, even if you want to eat a lot more and your stomach hurts, you're not eating enough, you still don't put your hands into the bowl and, and stuff your mouth. So, so it, it's um, a very different route than if it smells bad, don't eat it. The world of mitzvahs are higher values. We don't eat shratzim and shratzim and remasim because a refined neshama doesn't eat sheretz hasheretz. Um, does, it, does that mean that, that, that there's a consequence if you eat it, that it, in, that it induces something? Maybe. But, but, but that maybe has nothing be'etzim to do with the, with the, with the, um, with the, with the issue at hand. That, that maybe is not the problem. That, that's a very, very different type of mahalach than the mahalach of, um, you know, a straight tit for a tat. So he says, um, and that's why if it's appropriate to chaza when there's, you know, when, 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 when kata the chazri hitelahem, so, so then, then uh, it's not going to affect you. So all of it is a seda sikhli and appropriate, inappropriate. And the fee that it's mutan asa. And and if there's an effect, that effect is caused by that. And that's what said, A person should not reject trefus because it doesn't taste good, or it's not good for you, or it's not healthy for you. Um, so the a person should not look at the mitzvahs as tivi, 
that it's disgusting food, it's unhealthy food, it's not good food, he should say Akashwarh was geyser. Um and let's explain again, and we might have spent less time, what what the the, the, the what the gzera means over here. The gzera means it's it doesn't mean you know we, we tend to think of gzera as something being a whim or a malicious. There's no reason in the world why I shouldn't be able to own a minivan, but the government came out with a gzera right, that you can't own minivans. It's anti-Semites. Fine. Th- that's the word gzera in that context is not what we mean. Xera means it's something imposed from outside the system. Um, like a melech who's goiza. It's something outside the system, and that's how we look at all these mitzvahs. Um, the, the, now, this is something which um, is, it's important because sometimes it becomes, what's the right word for it? Very tempting. The marshal, Shabbos, um, a lot of people have begun to say, well, we realize the value of Shabbos. It's a day that's off, and you have time spent with the family. Bechulu, bechulu, bechulu. It's, it's, it is definitely correct that these, 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 these gains out of Shabbos are there. It's definitely not wrong. And if it helps bring people to keep Shabbos, it certainly is appropriate. It's good. It's, it's a, it, we show people, look, look at, 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 at the Darachet Torah, how wonderful they are. But we always have to be very careful. Sometimes Shabbos imposes on us difficulties. Many times impose difficulties. Um, difficulties that Shterem Luchas HaNefesh. Our poor grandparent from some place lives too far and he can't, there's no Erev or it's too far for, for this. He's lonely on Shabbosim because we can't go there. And he can't come to us, so it's taking away. You, we, we're not allowed to. Im, 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 you have to be careful to draw a line. The reason why Shabbos, Shmir Shabbos, produces these positive results is because Hakadosh Baruch Hu um, placed Shabbos to fit the Teva. Like it says, it's it's it, it, that's why Pikuach Nefesh is 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 Shabbos because Shabbos is not Nekama. Rambam says it's it's a Hakadosh Baruch Hu is doing it. For the good, for the benefit, but it's not because of these things. These are all just pleasant uh, 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 results of the fact that Hakadosh Baruch Hu um, has created a seder sichli that's imposed on the world. Okay, so so we're holding over here, and then the next piece deals a little bit with um, with chayk, with the concept of, of chukim. Um, so Mitz Hashem, uh, I assume next Monday we'll be we'll we'll have you again. We'll, we'll do that piece. Okay. Good night.